Hammerdown Racing Report. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for November 5th, show number 155. And uh, it's uh, it's been quite a week. Scott Hammer here with you. Jerry Keezer, Ron Miller, your host, coming at you live from there the Hammerdown Racing Report Home Studios. Coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and I see uh, Twitter and Periscope as well. And they're all working. So, yay! Yay! Hey, that's a good thing. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, thank you guys. Thank everybody uh, for voting for us for the best of Toledo uh, City Paper deal. Best podcast in Toledo. We're uh, the top six finalists there. So, voting going on now. If you head on over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Report. I have. The, oh, don't go there now. Wait, wait yeah, till after uh, the show. We'll, we'll remind you at the end of the show, but uh, just to prepare for it, allow yourself a couple extra minutes after the end of the show tonight to go there and vote for us because you can do this once per day per email address. So if you got five email addresses, you can vote like five times per day, I think. I don't know the legalities. Um, it could be fraudulent voting. I don't know how long it's going to take to count. But I don't care. So just go there and vote. Oh, your only election that matters. Yeah, that's so it. There you go. And uh, we appreciate uh, everybody at least getting us on there for. Uh, for this the, is the only election where you can vote regularly and vote often. Yeah, and you don't have to show up and wear a mask or anything. Right. I mean, you can. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you want to wear a mask, that's fine. No more power to you. We're cool with that. Either way, uh, I believe people like you when I wear a mask. Might think you're a little strange, yeah. but that you know. Well. Chances are nobody's going to see you doing it, unless somebody else oh, is yeah. in the room. But, uh, uh, yeah, that voting, I believe, goes on through December 18th. I'll, I'll double-check on that. We'll let you know. I know it goes on through at least December, and I don't think they announced the winner until February because they got to count the votes. And, you know, they have uh, representatives from all the parties there standing over top of them, making sure they're counting them right. With, within, and, within six feet. Yes. Then, then they have to plan time for uh, – for protests. And make sure you don't use a Sharpie. A Sharpie, I guarantee you, will not work in this case. You have to use your mouse pointer. Sharpies will not work. You cannot just write on your screen. Or your finger if you're doing it on your phone. And that's mostly for our listeners in Florida, because I think Florida is where they seem to have issues with uh, hanging, dangling chads. Is that what it was years ago? I don't know. Yeah. Hang, hanging right. chads, yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, some other big news tonight that you may or may not have uh, seen. I shared this on on Facebook, on our, yeah, the Hammerdown Racing Report Facebook thing. I'm no longer employed uh, by that one company who shall not be named any uh, anymore going forward. Uh, so we decided that uh, we're going to keep doing the show. It's not going to be a, a big deal. There may be some technical changes. I, I probably will have to return some of this equipment, but uh, I'm going to try and get different equipment. Just because the equipment goes away, if it does, uh, does not mean that uh, the show will go away. We it just it may sound a little less. Uh, we won't let slow. that happen, folks. Yeah, we'll, no, it, it it's it's not going to happen. But uh, if you want to be a studio sponsor, we can uh, we can hook you up. It's going to cost you a little chunk of change, but that'll get us some uh, some new equipment. We'll give you a studio sponsorship of the show. That means uh, you know, like it used to be the Ron Miller Race Car Studios. It would be the your business here studios for at least a year. We'll give you an ad in the show. I've already had some interest in it, so. We'll see how that goes. A lot of stuff to play out. But in the, in the short term, things will go on, and you probably won't notice much of a, a change. But on the show tonight, uh, as we said, there's a lot going on. 
We have the Attica champions on, at least two of them. Uh, we'll have we'll speak with Cap Henry here in just a minute. So I guess I forgot about that. We have Caps before we get to uh, Devin, so you don't have to go slow, Jerry. Okay. Um, you don't have to do your sloth read. <laughs> um, inside joke, never mind. Radio for one. <laughs> Devin Shields will be joining us as well a little bit later. Those uh, late model champion, uh, Cap Henry at 410 champion at Attica. Uh, we did invite Paul Weaver, but uh, we understand he's not big on doing interviews and being on radio and stuff like that. So, I mean, he had a great season. Any champion? You would think someone with as much racing experience as him, yeah. as many microphones as have been obviously thrust in front of him after his hundreds of feature wins, you'd think he'd be okay with it, Scott. I even I reached out to Andrea as well, and uh, she's like, I can't make him do anything. <laughs> So, yeah, he, he lets it drive and do the talking and it, and it speaks well, it speaks volumes. Uh, make sure to uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at hammer report, follow us on YouTube, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including iTunes, Spotify, Google podcasts, uh, whatever, or the company that shall not be named. If that's what you so choose, that's fine too. We're okay with that. Uh, later on in the show tonight, uh, we have a, a big announcement, a big race announcement. We have uh, some local promoters, not just one track, but two separate tracks working together. You may know what one of those tracks are because they had been uh, promoting things. Um, they had been promoting things during, I, I got distracted here, actually. I got a text because I forgot to do this. Get our sponsor scroll going there on the screen. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Two two track, two different uh tracks coming together uh putting on a big event one of those uh, has already kind of promoted that they're being on the show so you may know what one of those tracks are it was yeah scott so. that's enough information <laughs> okay. just knock it off good grief that'll be later on in the show we'll talk to both of them and uh, hear what they have to say and find out what that big huge announcement is i'm excited about it i think it's going to be pretty cool I do uh, too. I think you'll like them. Uh, thanks to Romulo Race Cars in Lamberville, Michigan, 734-856-7223 for race cars, parts, safety equipment, service. Uh, what do you got going on, Ron? Anything good? Just building trucks, Scott. Building those Fremont trucks? We talked about that last week. The 911 truck, uh, boy, I'm telling you, it, it did us a whole lot of good. Um, we've got two new chassis in the shop uh, under construction right now. Uh, a third one will be on the way, and I've got three more trucks coming in for significant updates. Can you buy, so, can you build me a nine eleven bomber? Yeah, probably. Maybe you'll get more you, bomber business next year. You got a job? No. Oh, are you hiring? <laughs> can you weld? Uh, I probably could. I probably wouldn't be very good, but probably burn holes right through things. But I'm sure I could do it. I'm a quick learner. Uh, Big D's Pizza, also a major sponsor. Big D's and Clyde, give them a call, 419-547-1444. Mention the Hammerdown Racer Report and save 10% off any order. Speaking of Big D's, Scott, uh, I was talking to Dean before the show tonight. Dean Henry, the owner of Big D's Pizza. Uh, Last week we did the How Many and Scott Warner, like we do every week, Scott Warner actually won the uh, large pizza from Big D's. And Dean told me that Scott... Uh, emailed him and let him know to go ahead and donate that large pizza to a local homeless shelter, which Dean was glad, but he, not only did he donate that large pizza, he upped it to a jumbo and threw in some two liters of pop too. So what a great spot for Dean and, and for Scott, both of them, you know, thank you to both those gentlemen for doing something great like that. Dean is an awesome guy. Both of the, both guys. Unbelievable. Yes. Yep. Very cool. Very, Very good. Feel good moments. Scott's pretty good too. 
Maybe we'll have to take Scott to Big D's Pizza and have a have a company picnic there yeah. some after. That sounds like a great idea. Uh, speaking of Scott, uh, thanks to Millstream Speedway, uh, racing will be starting there soon. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, or uh, their website, millstreamspeedway.net. Uh, with that, uh, let's uh, do our uh, racing roundup real quick. What do you got, Jerry? Uh-huh. All right, racing roundup this week. The Drydeen World Short Track Championships, Kyle Strickler on the Dirt Car Summit Racing Equipment UMP Modified feature at the Dirt Track at Charlotte. Strickler took uh, took on all comers, including uh, young uh, Daniel Sanchez, who's won a couple championships here at Lima Land. Uh, had a great uh, run. I think I believe he finished ninth overall, uh, but Strickler picked up the big win. The World of Outlaws Morton Building Late Models were in action last night with Brandon Overton picking up the win in the opening night of the Dirt Track at Charlotte for the last call weekend. It was his 13th career series victory. Donnie Schatz and Kyle Larson were both in action with Schatz finishing fourth. Larson had a little trouble in the feature, ended up finishing 23rd, but I'll tell you what, he had a great start to the night, setting the track record at Charlotte at 14 point, I believe 14.305, if I remember correctly, but uh, they're great. Whoa. Breaking news! Uh-oh. Kyle Larson has just beat his uh, track record that he sent last set last night. Wow. Uh, tonight, uh, turning a lap at 14.183 seconds. Two tenths quicker than last night? Yeah. So there you go. Sorry wow. to interrupt. Some breaking news there. No, no. Thank you very much. Uh, Kyle Larson, what can be said about that young man except thank God he's going back to NASCAR for all of our dirt track friends. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of NASCAR, well, before that, with uh, the World of Outlaws Late Models finish up their uh, season tonight, the final night of the uh, last call for them. The second half of the last call is going to have the World of Outlaws NASA Energy Drink Sprint Cars, and that'll run tomorrow, Friday night and Saturday night at the dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway. NASCAR Racing, Grant Enfinger earned a shot at the championship by winning the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series Hall of Fame 200 at Martinsville last Friday. Brett Moffitt, uh see who... Lost my place there. Brett Moffat, Sheldon Creed, and Zane Smith will join Enfinger to compete for the championship on Friday in the Lucas Oil 150 at Phoenix uh, International Raceway at 8 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Harrison Burton won his second NASCAR Xfinity Series race in a row after taking the checkered flag in Saturday's draft top 250 at Martinsville. Justin Allgaier will join Austin Sendrick, Justin Haley, and Chase Briscoe in the championship for at the Desert Diamond Casino West Valley 200 at Phoenix on Saturday at 5 p.m. on NBC Sports Network. Chase Elliott raced his way into the championship four after a dominating win in Sunday's Xfinity 500 at Martinsville. Uh, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, and Brad Keselowski, Keselowski will compete in the championship four at the season finale at Phoenix on Sunday at 3 p.m. on NBC. And that'll do it for this week's Racing Roundup. All right, we'll have uh, Devin Shields on in here in just a minute. Cap Henry, actually, uh, we talked to him uh, just a little bit ago. I don't want to lie and say this is live because we, we did this uh, about an hour ago. We talked to Cap because he had another commitment going on. Uh, so here's our conversation with Cap, and then uh, we'll uh, be talking to Devin Shields, both champions of uh, Attica Raceway Park. So not to freak everybody out, but when I put this in, uh-oh, there we go. So now there's like there's a whole bunch of us. We're doubled. We're everywhere. So, all right, we'll shut up. Here's uh, our inter- our interview with Cap. 
All right, we're here with uh, Cap Henry. Cap, uh, congratulations on a uh, championship season there at Attica. I mean, you were making lots of headlines uh, this uh, this season. Spectacular year. Yeah, I mean, we had a really good season. Obviously, we were pretty fortunate for all the races we won there, and we just ran really well there in general. And, um, you know, with the late start and everything, nobody was sure how it was going to go, and we were lucky. Scott distracted himself. Scott forgot to turn his uh, phone off. Seven feature wins, though, uh, this year. I mean, uh, that's pretty outstanding. Is that the most uh, you've had at Attica in, in a single season? Yeah, that's the that actually topped um, the most amount of races we've ever won in a season. So definitely the most we've ever won at one track in a year. Uh, and it's your first championship since you were in go-karts. I find that hard, hard to believe. Yeah, so um, I never really ran um, a lot of stuff full-time for a points championship. So we just, um, you know, so we ran, I start when I started sprint car racing in 2005, we ran the, I only ran 305s for a couple of years. And then I jumped in the 410 stuff. We did Attica Fremont for one year. And then um, in 2010, I started doing the all-star deal and I did the all-star deal all the way through 2016. So we didn't, I didn't run a whole lot of just local points championships. So I ran locally in 15 and then in uh, 18 again, when I got in the lane racing car. And we came really close a lot of times in Brett's car. And just um, this year was the first year we pulled it off. Going back to the beginning, did you find the transition from 305s to 410s very difficult? Or was it pretty easy for you? No, it wasn't too bad. Um, the biggest thing, obviously, is just the horsepower difference. And then just the engine weight. You know, the 305s are steel blocks, steel head at the time. Um, you know, versus the 410s are aluminum. So the front ends are just, they're light. Um so that was the biggest difference, but I didn't, you know, it took a lot of years to get really good in a 410, but just initially driving one, it wasn't a huge adjustment. Cool. You've been really good at a lot of local tracks around here, including Attica, Fremont. I've seen you had some great runs at Waynesfield over the years as well. Is there any local track that you can peg that as your favorite one to race at? Um, Waynesfield Raceway Park has to be my favorite racetrack. Um, I've just always had a lot of fun there. Um, I used to hold the track record there. Um, it's just a really neat little racetrack. I was super disappointed that we didn't get to race there at all this year. Um, but yeah, it's just, I've only ever won one race there, but it's just like, it's definitely my favorite racetrack to go race at. Now, speaking of uh, jumping from 305 to a 410, do you think you could do uh, what Kyle Larson did and jump into a dirt late model and uh, go out and set fast time? I, that's just crazy. I don't know how he does it. Uh, <laughs> you know, because it's about, I've got to say those two cars probably about have to be as far apart as you can get in driving, you know, two different kinds of types of dirt cars. Um, so for him to go out there and do that, it's just absolutely crazy. Are you, are you glad that he's uh, going back to NASCAR speaking I as a, as a sprint car driver? Okay. <laughs> uh, tell us about uh, the big D sponsorship deal that uh, happened this year. I know uh, Dean had called me earlier in the season was all excited. Um, yeah, he came on, I want to say it was right around Ohio Speed Week. Um, you know, just wanted to help out and, um, Dean's a great guy. Um, you know, Big D's Pizza, they've got great food. Um, you know, and it was just a really helpful, you know, he helps out with tires and he helped out with some money and, um, you know, all that stuff goes such a long ways. And then obviously, you know, he helps us out. He gives us food and, um, food's know, important. It, was, it just worked out really well. And, um, you know, just glad that he came on board there uh is he still on board for next year 
Yes. Um, he's trying to up how big his logo is. And, you know, we've got a lot <laughs> of, of different things going on with different sponsors, you know, so we're early on and trying to work that out for everybody. All right. Does that mean uh, you're still running for uh, lane racing then next year? Yes. I will be in the lane racing four car again next year. Um, the schedule will probably be a little bit different than it was this year. Um, we're probably going to try and travel a little bit more and probably not run a local points championship. Um, we're not getting too big yet, um, like trying to do the all-star deal or anything, but we're going to try and travel a little bit more. So not really going for any championships or anything next year? No, biggest thing is, um, you know, eventually the plan is we'd like to try and do the all-star deal with that car. So the plan is to try and build up to it slowly, not just jump in and with both feet. Um, so, you know, we're trying to kind of build the notebook per to say, and, um, you know, just work on, you know, seeing what we need to do to be better at that kind of stuff and just try and improve as a team. Gotcha. So what's, uh, what was your most fond memory of this past season? They win stand out more than the others. Um, the speed week wins definitely stand out. Um, you know, um, so it took me last year, I got my first all-star win at Wayne County. Um, I had come really close for so many years, um, between Attica and just Waynesfield different races and just never won a speed week show. So, um, we won the Attica speed week opener. That was really big. You know, that's my home racetrack. So that meant a lot. Um, and then, you know, we went out and picked up another one at Wayne County. So that was, um, you know, to win two races during Ohio speed week meant a lot. And, um, those were definitely ones that stood out for me. So what was, what was different, uh, this year that led you to the championship and those seven wins? Um, you know, I don't, um, I don't know if there's really anything different. It was just actually what didn't change. Um, Zach Myers was on his second year working with the team. Um, you know, we actually, the car that we ran all of this year is the car that we finished last year with. Um, you know, so we had a lot of consistency, and, um, we were able to just really work on our program and, um, just fine tune certain things to get better in different situations. So I think it was just the consistency is what helped us build and just get better and better throughout the season. Excellent. Uh, off season plans. Are you doing, uh, some, some indoor racing? Yeah, we're um, getting ready for the Rumble in Fort Wayne. Um, I'll be there with my midget and my wing 600 mini sprint. Um, and I'm actually getting ready to go do probably my final go-kart race of the year this Sunday at Fremont Raceway Park. Wow. All right. One last question. Uh, unless, uh, Jerry, Ron, you guys got anything else? I'm, I'm good. Okay. I'm good, sir. Uh, last question. We, we did this last year. Uh, we asked all the champions, uh, and we'll ask Devin this a little bit later. Paul, Paul's a little shy. He doesn't like to do radio, so unfortunately we're not getting him on. But if you, Devin Shields, and Paul Weaver were all in, I don't know, let's say dirt late models. No, no. Minivans. Minivans. Who would win in that race? I don't know. That'd be and why? Um... I don't, that's a hard one. Um, I, it'd be a pretty close race all the way across the board. Um, you know, Devin's really good and Paul's just one of those guys. You can never rule him out. Um, I think I might have the ability to get up on the wheel and make it happen though. I haven't raced any <laughs> minivans though. All right. There you go. That's the right answer. Me, I'm going to win. 
Well, uh, good luck in uh, Fort Wayne and at uh, Fremont in your go-kart there. And uh, we wish you luck next season as well. And and remember, you were on at the beginning of the season uh, on uh, the Hammerdown Racing Report. Yeah. And we told you that usually our uh, guests go on and win the next week. I don't know if you did that or not, but uh, you got seven wins this year at Attica alone. So hopefully this will help you going forward in the offseason and into next season. I mean, it sure can't hurt, that's for sure. We'll have to get him back on in the spring, Scott. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, I suppose I have to turn myself up. Our uh, interview with uh, Cap Henry we uh, recorded just a little bit ago. Let's get everybody else back on here. And uh, now we'll bring in uh, other champion at Attica Raceway Park this year. Second championship for uh, Mr. Devin Shields. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Are you in your race shop there? Yep. <laughs> Very nice. That's a nice, nice, uh, nice looking shop you got there. Um, so this was uh, your second Attica late model title, but uh, you won this uh, by just two points, right? Uh, yeah, we had to. Uh, we ended up uh, had to finish third if Matt Irie won the race, and sure enough, Matt Irie won the race, and uh, we were able to actually get third and two points win by two wow was that a uh, double points night yes it was <laughs> i hate them things <laughs> well i'm sure you'd like it if it worked for you though right uh yeah but usually it doesn't all right um... especially, especially at the end of the year i don't like the end of the year uh tracks fast uh Irie had the advantage because he's pretty good on the tacky stuff all right. Devin, it looks like you've got one car behind you that's pretty much ready to go and another one that's on its way together. What are you going to do all winter? Uh, I've got a lot more work. This The one over here, uh, we're uh, pulling the engine out of this one. And then uh, that's got to go back to Chuck's. And then the other one was the one we flipped. It needs all body. Uh, waiting on the motor. And... Uh, Probably going to have to go through one of the rear ends and one of the cars. Just one? Yeah, I think I think they're they're still good. It's just we want to upgrade. Uh, we broke two J-bar mounts this year, and it just seems like I pulled them out of my older cars. Uh, we pulled it out of a 16 and our 15 car, and we were just keep reusing the same rear end. So we end up – we're going to have to upgrade, and uh, it was a little rough on them this year. Uh with flipping one and uh, the uh, track surface was a little bit hard on a couple of them. I've, I've heard that the tracks were a little rough a couple of nights. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a few. <laughs> so uh, I'm guessing that uh, we talked to you earlier in the season when you'd had that flip, that was your uh, primary car, right? That was the one you were going to run primarily for this season. Is that correct? Yeah. It, it was my older of the two cars but it was going to be the primary for this year. Um, we were hoping to get the motor back, but with COVID, uh, I think Chuck's still waiting on rings that he still hasn't got. And uh, so if, if he gets that motor done, we're going to drop this one off and hopefully get this one back before before February at least. So did that uh, did that uh, cause any issues for you or any hurdles to overcome You know, after you flipped that car? That car was done for the season, having to go to uh, – the newer car, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
I basically that car I flipped was it was ready to go at the end of the season last year, and we the engine was already in it. It was ready to go, so that's why we went with that one. And uh, the 18 car we just sat here, uh, put a new body on it, and let it sit until we were going to get the motor back, and then COVID hit, and that uh, ended up after we flipped, we had to pull the motor out of the 17 car, put it in the 18 car, and and uh, yeah, we had to scramble. So, uh, so you didn't have a backup car then this season after the no. We we had a we had a car, but it definitely was not ready for a backup. Okay, didn't you uh, you borrowed uh, was it Herb Reich's car that night you flipped yep. for the feature at least at Oakshade? Yeah, and he, yeah, and then I ended up wrecking that one too. <laughs> Did he appreciate that? Uh, he didn't. He was pretty good about it. Um, I think it was Kester that got the quarter panel, but I took the nose, the front nose. The track was really hammered down and rough, and uh, I ended up folding the nose under the car, and I don't think I've ever done that on any of my cars. So did you have any, uh, any bad, uh, bad issues at Attica this year then? Anything like the, the flip or any other bad accidents? Yeah, luckily on the points, the, we extended the season, and we had one night that was for uh, more money, so they didn't run points. They just did show up points. And I ended up uh, knocking the water pump. Uh, the fan get broke, went into the radiator, and then uh, it knocked the water pump right off the front of the block. Broke so, some bolts, didn't it? Yep. Pulled the bolts right out of the block. And uh, we had to scramble. Uh, Chuck Nooning came down to the shop uh, Saturday morning. Healy coiled everything back in, got us another water pump. He actually stole the parts from our other motor and brought it with him and uh, helped us get it back together for Saturday at Oakshade. So you had to work for that championship at Attica this year. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, it wasn't for points. So that pretty much just made Oakshade the – we because we, we, Friday, we, we I think we had a DNF, and that was the only night that wasn't for points. So it didn't hurt us in the points, and it just set us back for Oakshade. I think I got there at uh, – Seven ten thirty or six thirty seven o'clock at Oakshade the next day because we had a cracked cracked block still and uh, we had a glued in uh, water pump. So how disappointed uh, were you with? Uh, I know you it would have been four in a row had you got the championship at, at Oakshade as as well. Were you disappointed with uh, missing out on that? Yeah, I was. I wanted to wanted to get a four in a row, but. Kester was on all year, and uh, we were off all year, and I just just didn't have – usually we're a bottom feeder kind of driver and car, and uh, I just just couldn't get a rhythm going, and I think we wrecked uh, three nights, and if you're going to wreck three nights, you're going to be done in the points. Yeah. All right. Well, what, uh, let's, let's think of happier things. What was uh, your favorite memory of this past season at Attica? Um, I think it was the 2000 to win race we won. Um, I can't remember if it was in June or July, but it was in the hotter, hotter days in the slicker track. And, uh, that gave us a little boost and put some money in our pocket for getting the cars cleaned up a little bit and getting some parts ordered for the one that flipped. And it, uh, it was a fun night. Didn't Attica put down some fresh, uh, fresh clay this, uh, right before the season? Yeah, they did it the year before they did it, and it was kind of powdery, and 
it never really cleaned off and pretty much you had to run the bottom to middle and the high side just wasn't there all last year. So they brought in all new clay and uh, I think pork chop uh, spent some extra time on it. And by about mid season, it cleaned off and kind of was the normal Attica racing that we're used to. Well, it seemed to work out for you. Uh, what are your plans then uh, for next season? Are you going to uh, defend there at Attica? Maybe uh, try for another one at Oakshade, or going to be running elsewhere? Or what's going on? You got the cars. Uh, yeah, we'll probably do the same thing. We'll probably go Attica Oakshade. Um, just depends on how how everything's going. Um, Oakshade just so close, I can't not go. <laughs> um, it's forty minutes from the house, so. I don't know if we'll run every night, but we'll try. And as uh, long as it's fun, we'll keep going. Any thoughts of catching maybe some summer national shows this in 21? Yeah, we tried uh, Plymouth this, this last year we did. Um, I've been there five times and only raced once. So shows how good that goes when we go there. Usually it rains out or it's always on a Tuesday or Wednesday. So it's a long haul. Um, got to do that this year. Uh, did some merit racing before when COVID shut everything down at the beginning. I don't know how merit got going, but we went up there for a two night show and, and burnt some tires off. And, um, now we'll probably just pick and choose where we want to go. All right. We got a question here from uh, one of the sponsors on Ryan Missler. seems to come up every, this has been going on for what, at least two or three years now. Uh, guys calling each other cheaters, right? Uh, he just calls me a cheater. I don't call him any names. Um, but, yeah, he he thinks there's some magic or something, I guess. I, so that's why I, the main reason I put him in the race car the one year was just to show him I had nothing special. And I believe he got in, a, in an accident or something when he was in your backup car that, that one night. Yeah, yeah, put a, put a hole in the nose, and <laughs> they, they covered it with coats by the time I got back. And I think we won that night, and uh, – had to take home a bent-up race car. Well, you had plenty of time to fix it, right? Yeah, yep. Had all, all season. <laughs> all right. Uh, so uh, one last question for you. Uh, yep. The same question that you saw we asked uh, Cap Henry there. You, Cap, Paul Weaver, champions of Attica, equally prepared minivans on the dirt. Uh, let's say it's an eight-lap heat race. Who's going to win it and why? Um, I'm – I've got the advantage because I've actually drove a minivan because I've got kids. Um, but probably Cap Henry just because he's a sprint car driver and they're usually a little off. Um, <laughs> if, if, if there's no limit on tires, the, the sprint car guy's going to win. But if, if there's some tire wear, I think we got him in the late model. Okay. Well, you, you are up against two other sprint car drivers, so, uh, you know. Yep. They may not be used to being so close where you can put the fenders on them. Yeah, yeah that's true. They, <laughs> they don't like to bump, so late miles do a lot of bumping. <laughs> Especially this year, right? Yeah, this year was a lot. All right, any uh, any plans for the off season? I know I said that was my last question. I lied. Sorry. I'm hoping snowmobiling. Snowmobiling. That's, that's, yeah, that's what we go up north and uh, – Snowmobile with the kids and uh, kind of our winter winter hobby and uh, hopefully get the cars done and that's about it. Enjoy and hopefully enjoy uh, normal. Hopefully it goes back to normal, everything. Hopefully. If it does all get back to normal, you got any uh, new sponsors coming on board for 2021? 
Yep, I've got uh, Continental Service. Um, he's he joined us. Uh, he was a longtime uh, friend of ours and uh, owned Racers Connection back in the day. Uh, pretty much got us started into racing. Uh, he's he's on the car this next year, and uh, uh, Dirt Nerds podcast is going to be back again, and uh, the rest of them rallies and Magic Fountain Auto Wash are going to be on too. So that's their I, rallies has been on my car for. 20 or 16 years, 17 years. So oh, we're trying to anything, keep a hold of them. It's going to do anything different with the paint scheme in 2021 and staying with the, the white and red or orange. I, I would like to, uh, I just got to get Banshee to get it done. <laughs> All right. I man. think we're going to do, I think we're going to do two different, two different schemes. So you'll be able to tell the cards apart at least. Very cool. We would do uh, like one's a negative, make one black. Yeah. I, I am looking for suggestions because, I was almost going to go back to the old uh, blue white car that I had in Sportsman, or I just haven't had a scheme longer than this scheme that we've got, and so it's hard to go back to a throwback, and uh, nobody knows what it is. Well, and it's been working for you. You got uh, how many championships now in the past uh, four or five years? Yeah, we got five, I think. Yeah, totally five. I'm, uh, I'm, you got to shake. You got to shake up the color schemes every couple know. of years. I, I'm one to if it's not broke, why fix it? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave this car that's sitting here. Uh, I'm gonna leave this one alone. Um, the other car, we it's gonna be hard with the black chassis, so uh, we might do some darker colors since we got to put a whole new body on, anyways. So we might uh, might change up that car a little bit. All right, next. Got to get the luck. Got to get the luck changed on that one at least. <laughs> Yeah, keep it keep it wheels down too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so your next uh, race scheduled for Attica when they open up next year is that? Uh... Yep, yep. Since they canceled the banquet, uh, that'll be our next uh, next thing we got to go to. And uh, the uh, we might I don't know. Depending on if the weather turns, we might go Merritt again. I don't know. We'll see. If my my wife goes up north, we sometimes sneak up there and uh, run Merritt every once in a while. There's always the hangover race at Sandusky, New Year's Day. That's not happening. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Keep trying. Nope. Keep There's trying. There's no engines. I don't have any engines. They're all, oh. they're all be at Chuck's. Take the snowmobile <laughs> engine out, put it in there. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, that, that, we'd be a little under horsepower. <laughs> Maybe you, they'd let you run with the four cylinders. Yeah, I think I'd still be under horsepower. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty funny, seeing a bunch of four cylinders beating the crap out of your late model. Yeah, my 900 uh, turbo isn't isn't strong enough to pull a late model around. <laughs> Put a big sideboard on it. You'll be fine. Yeah. Ron's got some. A he sale. can help you out. <laughs> All right, yeah. Devin. Well, I, could, I, could, I could help you out with the sideboard. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations on the championship, uh, and uh, good luck again next year. Look forward to uh, seeing you race uh, once again at Ochade and Attica. All right, thanks. All right, thanks, man. Thanks, Devin. See, ya. Thanks, See Devin. you guys later. All right, Devin Shields, your 2020. That's a terrible year. It just keeps getting worse. Champion there what, at Attica Raceway Park. What, what, what? I, I, I did forget one thing in the racing roundup. Some more feel-good news. Big B Speedway ran their 2020 version of the Fall Classic this past Sunday. Tony Bieber puts that on every year up there in Gibsonburg. And uh, RJ Cornette picked up the win this year in a, in a great event. Lots of great pictures. You get a chance to go to Big B, Big B Speedway on uh, Facebook and check out some of that. The great pictures from that event. Scott, did you see that uh, 
Brad Blake won in Australia uh, last weekend. Big uh, race win for him, and he tied the uh, number of wins um, in a in a career at uh, the Motorplex. Uh, I did not until John Deere shared that there, but uh, I didn't realize uh, they were running down in Australia. I thought they were still they're, locked up because of COVID. No, no, they're, they're running down there. Yep, within their state, uh, <laughs> there's no problem. They're they're opening things up a little bit. I talked to our good friend Des, Des Ferris uh, a couple nights ago, and uh, things are, by our standards, there is no virus there. But uh, is they're still not going to have the uh, USA invasion thing, are they? I don't see that happening, no. That's unfortunate. Um, if, if anyone comes into the country, they're still quarantined for at least 14 days. Um. Yeah, the USA invasion won't happen. All right. Well, we got a, a few uh, little racing tidbits here to get to some news, uh, and then it looks like we have our other guests uh, in waiting in the wings. Our uh, other racetrack promoters, who we have not said who they are yet, and uh, that big announcement coming up here momentarily. Everybody's, yeah. Stop pointing at your shirt, Jerry. Just <laughs> make you smaller so nobody can read it, anyways. Uh the. Uh, 2311 racing officials have announced that uh, the new NASCAR Cup Series team will field Toyota race cars next season. Uh, Surprise. Course, the 20, yeah, the 2311 uh, racing, which is co-owned by NBA legend Michael Jordan and current NASCAR Cup Series driver Denny Hamlin, will make its debut in the Daytona 500 next February with Bubba Wallace behind the wheel of the number 23 Camry. So, there you go. And it does have... Uh, is uh, the uh, you guys see the the car design? They released a picture of it with the twenty three on it. Have not looked yet. It, it's got the white, black, and red uh, Michael Jordan sneakers colors on the car. Oh, all right. So I mean, it, it looks pretty sharp. It's all right. It's not bad. Um, NASCAR officials have announced the uh, schedule for the NASCAR Xfinity Series, which will mirror many of the changes uh, that were announced in the NASCAR Cup Series schedule for twenty twenty one. Uh, the Xfinity Series will join the Cup Series for 32 of its 33 weekends, including running the first time at Circuit of uh, Circuit of Americas on May 22nd, and uh, for the first time since 2011 at Nashville Super Speedway on June 19th. The Series will return to Mid Ohio on June 5th for the only event at a venue apart from the Cup Series. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this, but uh, speaking, Devin kind of mentioned it uh, when we were talking to him a little bit ago. Attica Raceway Park announced on Tuesday that there will not be an awards banquet this year due to the COVID-19 restrictions. Point fund checks will be mailed out to those champions. Um, Big Game Motorsports has signed Sprint Car star David Gravel to pilot the Killer Instinct Crossbows back number two next year. The team plans on competing full-time with the World of Outlaws NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series and will debut together next February down in Florida. Uh, iRacing.com Motorsports Simulations has announced that NASCAR veteran Dale Earnhardt Jr. is joining the company as an executive director and part of the company's management committee. Additional responsibilities that uh, Earnhardt will take on in his new role include esports, strategy, marketing, partnerships, and licensing. I don't know if it means he's going to be playing games or what. I know he goes back to, like, when I used to uh, do the sim racing back in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, back when it was new, and I was a lot younger. But uh, he's still into that, and I guess he 
he can afford all that new equipment now. So he's probably I'm telling you the, 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 way, the way sim racing burned a couple of drivers this year, they could be looking for new talent. Yeah. Oh, I got uh, I got one more uh, one more thing here, and it's kind of this too. Some more breaking news. The uh, 2021 Chili Bowl Nationals will run with attendance restrictions. I believe uh, they're going to be limiting the attendance to 25% this year. So that normally packed, wow. uh, what is it? The Tulsa, I forget what it's called. Tulsa, Tulsa Expo. Expo Center. Yeah, yeah, that place is usually packed. Uh, it's only going to be a quarter packed this time. And uh, I guess uh, uh, there's details at uh, chilibowl.com as far as if you purchase tickets. Because you, if you don't want to go, you can defer, I think, till 2021. There's all kinds of... Uh, uh, information options on there. Available. Yeah, options on there. So, uh, once again, COVID striking big. Coming up, we'll be doing uh, this week's How Many. We also have a Hammer Down Hotline, as a matter of fact, before we finish things up. But right now, let's uh, bring in our special guests. Uh, do we want to say who they are, or should we just pop them in? Oh, let's see if people recognize them. All right. Well, first we'll bring in Mr. Uh, Scott Warner. Hello. How's it going, Scott? Excellent. How's everyone doing? Doing good, well. sir. Good to see you, Scott Warner. Of course, uh, he's he's got the sh- the shirt on there, so you'll be able to tell where he's from. Uh, we're also going to bring in uh, Mr. Chris Mize. Everybody knows where he's from, right, Chris? Long <laughs> guys. He's uh, Mr. Sandusky Speedway, along with Doug Doc. See these two uh, on the uh, Sandusky Speedway uh, videos all the time. So we got. All three of you here, and uh, I think we're, we'll start off with Scott with uh, what that big announcement is. Well, sure. Um, so uh, there was been a lot of talk about this. I think the talk really started uh, on your guys' show, not by me, but uh, just kicking around between, I think, Ron and, and some people that um, Millstream really needs to have the hangover, too. Um, and so after a lot of talk going back and forth with a lot of people, definitely talking uh, with Chris and, and Doug and everyone, we're going to host uh, the Hangover 2 uh, at the track on January 2nd. will be the second uh, race of the two races. Uh, the first one, the, you know, the, the original Hangover will be at Sandusky with them running that program. And then we will run our program uh, on the second. So it will be uh, identical rules. Um, everything is going to be um, pretty much the same. So same start time, same, same everything between uh, – both the Sandusky race and us, it'll be the three classes, the champagne stock, the moonshine stock, and the whiskey stock classes. Um, so the idea is let's see who can actually race both tracks, one asphalt, one dirt, and then um, we're going to put a little extra money in for the people that uh, can do well both. Now, uh, is this going to be uh, like the Sandusky Speedway event uh, run in uh, any kind of weather? Uh, as long as we can get cars on the track and trailers and trucks into, into the pit area, that's that's the only drawback if we would get uh, you know stuck there. But uh, weather's unpredictable. We've been talking about it. Um, you know, it's, it might be a little harder uh, on us just because we're we're you know we're on dirt. But um, I think we'll be okay. Mother yeah. nature needs to be mother nature needs to be nice to us. Scott, your your pit, area, your pit area has quite a bit of stone, so the pits shouldn't be a big problem. Correct. Correct. Although I got stuck there when I raced once. So um, uh, I, I know you can get stuck, but we can get people out. But um, yeah, we're going to race. It's going to be um, all the fun that Sandusky has. 
except for maybe throwing snowballs at the flagman. But all the other fun that they have, we're going to have. Yeah, your your flight is a little closer. Yeah. A lot closer. A lot closer. <laughs> That'd be too easy. So how, who, yeah. who talked you into doing this? Uh, this is this is kind of big because this is the first race uh, that you're actually going to be – I mean, we've been talking about it all year. You've been kind of been uh, fighting the COVID restrictions, and now you, <laughs> finally there's going to be a race actually happening on January 2nd. So uh, who, who, talk, who talked you into this? It was a lot of different people coming from a lot of different angles, and a lot of people didn't even know um, – that other people were talking about it. So it kind of came from the bottom up and um, there was just so much interest in it. It makes sense. And for us as a track being, you know, right out the gate, this is kind of like a soft opening, so to speak. So we'll be able to um, understand uh, what we need to do when we kick off the regular season, um, you know, probably uh, in May, we'll have probably some tests and tunes in April and get um, what I would say the normal start off with sprint cars and, and uh, all the rest of the shows. Um, but this is kind of just a fun event. If, if you go to this race and, and you don't have fun, you've done something wrong. This is all about having fun and just enjoying some racing and hopefully throwing some snowballs. Scott, um, uh, unlike Sandusky, you have hillside parking. Now, uh, weather permitting, will, will that happen? Oh, for sure. We definitely want people to be out on the hills. Um, we have more capacity in the hills and we do the bleachers so can they bring a play. sled maybe they can go sledding down the hills um i tell you mowing it I, sometimes i think i'm gonna go right over around the mower so you go down the back side of somebody's hills you're gonna go pretty quick but i wouldn't go toward the track that's kind of dangerous yeah yeah uh so will there be but, food uh, uh any place to warm up or anything i know that uh, they got the bar at sandusky and, and they do have food there uh, what's uh, what's the plans for millstream Yep, we'll have um, uh, the concession stand will be open. Uh, I think we're going to have some heaters uh, around so people can stand in front of some of the heaters. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that part, uh, again, this is all going to be the first time for us. So we're going to, um, you know, we're going to have uh, what I would say a good-sized concession stand, but probably won't be the full concession stand we have during the regular season, but hot chocolate and coffee uh, to keep everyone else warm. But we're going to probably bring in some heaters and, and try to have some areas where people can warm up. We don't have a bar. We don't can't do that stuff but um yeah hopefully um you know people come out and have a good time and like i said it's going to mirror what we're uh what sandusky does and if it wasn't for chris and doug uh we wouldn't be able to do this so they've been really instrumental in, in getting this to go um and i think probably um uh you know everyone else that's on the show is going to have some type of role i think ron's probably going to race in and i think um, um jerry and, and scott will probably be doing some announcing um and i don't know maybe scott will be racing too but uh, it should be great Maybe you uh, maybe you could import some Big D's pizza for the day. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do want to say I, I, I'm do, um, just back to Big D's. I think that uh, we're doing more than one pizza for donations. I think I've won four of them so far, so we're going to donate all four uh, along with what Dean's offering and, and give that to a, uh, a homeless shelter. So among, that's awesome. Among the people that uh, have that know have known about this, uh, how many of them have asked, "Are you crazy?" Uh, oh no, no. Hey, everyone's racers. They just want to get, they just want, we just want to get the track open and get out there and, and turn some laps and, and, and show everyone that, you know, this is for real and uh, we're doing this and, you know, it's our group running this race. Sandusky's running their race. We're running ours. Um, but we're definitely together in it as far as, um, common points, uh, common rules. Um, you know, we're hoping that, uh, we get you know, larger turnout by having two shows back to back, um, get some of the people that would normally just do dirt 
you know, go over and try to do the asphalt and have the same thing happen with some of the asphalt guys come over and do the dirt. And, um, you know, I, Ron's probably uh, very excited about this because I think he oh, yeah. might have an advantage a little bit. But um, there, there's I'm another sure there's people another, that have been doing it. There's another family member that's pretty excited about it, too. So, <laughs> yeah, he yeah, how to win. Yeah. Yeah, the one so, that beat you last year. Yeah. <laughs> real cute, real cute. So this is, uh, you know, this January 1st this year, it's on a Friday, I do believe, right? So uh, the second is uh, going to be a Saturday, so it kind of works yep. out. So it's a, it's a Scott. long weekend. Yeah, I think that was part of what was uh, part of your your pitch to Scott to try and make this happen. It's like, hey, you know, it's a long weekend. We got some more racing to do. Um, so, uh, let me ask, uh, Doug and, and Chris, uh, how do you think a lot of the guys, a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of dirt and asphalt guys that show up for the hangover race. Do you think a lot of those asphalt guys will be, uh, coming down to Millstream then and trying their, their stuff on the dirt? Go ahead, Doug. Yeah, I said, I, I'd be, I, I, I said, I'd be quiet. They're going to be <laughs> What? He said yeah, he'll be quiet. Talk. Go ahead, Doug. Yeah, they, they, uh, yeah, we're looking, we're looking for um, uh, as as many as we can get down there, and I, I agree. I think that the uh, we're going to have a cross promotion there, so a lot of the dirt going to come over. We have a lot of dirt anyhow, but um, I think we'll pick up some. And then with the asphalt drivers, I think they're going to give it a they'll they'll give it a go. I I, I truly believe that. I just I just left the Renegade, our front wheel drive. I left a safety meeting we were having with them guys, and I, I've talked to these guys in the chat room. The board it's it's an LLC Renegade Stock Series, and there's a lot of interest in, in a few of these guys going up and, and crossing over. A lot of them guys said they've never run dirt; they've wanted to, and you know I know in the front wheel drive, which would be Leave the whiskey shot, whiskey stock. Um, them guys, I, I believe you're going to see quite a few of them guys come over from asphalt and try their hand on dirt. And uh, Millstream, fun track for for them to do that on. Well, you know, it, this is this is actually pretty cool if you really get down to it. I mean, you know, it, it's like almost, I don't know if you can remember the Cano Press Sprint Series days back in the early 90s where the, the 305 Series would run Attica on Friday and come to Sandusky or somewhere around, you know, the next day. Asphalt. I mean, we, we haven't seen a lot of that. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of that in past years. You know, but I, I think this, you know, Scott, Scott, me and Doug were talking and I, and I know Ron probably had a big hand in it and this is just a great crossover. I think it's going to be a, a huge event. It's something that can probably talk a little more about. It's something that we're not looking at just doing this year. We're looking at doing in the future. Oh, that was going to be my question. Um, does this just have to limit itself to the hangover race? At some point in the future, could we see cross promotion on a midsummer event? I'm I'm all for it myself personally. I'm all for it, and, and you know I've, I, you know I, I don't know how we, 
the dirty 30 comes to mind, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be a common thread. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm all for something in the fall, you know, if things work out. And, and you know, I'm all for a, a sprint late model type deal, 305 sprint late model type deal. Uh, or we run one one night and go to the other the next night. Now, you mentioned uh, somewhat of a spiff, uh, both Scott and Chris and, and Doug, um, some sort of a spiff if you uh, if you win both classes or both nights. Um, does that go to all classes, all three classes? Well, we're, you know, we're in a lot of talking stage. I mean, you know, we got a lot of the, like, like Scott was saying, a lot of the rule package and the details, you know, ironed out. It's the same rules. And everything. Um, right now, what we're looking for is, is you know, it, it, no matter if you open a track up for fun or not, there's a lot of cost in opening a track up with insurance and everything else. And right now, we're we're looking for sponsors at both tracks to and donations to, hey, if a guy can go win, you know, like you, Ron, or, or your son Steve, if a guy can go win. Sandusky on, on Friday night, you know, Friday during the day, and then go over and win uh, Millstream on Saturday. Yeah, we'd like to have, you know, a lot of extra money put in for something in all three classes. And, and you know, but it, with everything, you know, we're looking for sponsorship and different things that, that can go with that, you know, donations to, to that. And, and, you know, Scott had a great idea when we were talking the other day if, if someone, you know, we put something up for that or the highest finisher, but if that doesn't, let's say nobody does that, it rolls into next year because we, the talks that we've had, we are looking, this isn't just going to be a, a one and done thing. We're looking at its future running this back to back, you know, for the years to come. Now, I just uh, posted in the comments uh, I got from Doug here, There, you're looking for uh, pre-registering for this so you get some idea of uh, how many... Is this uh, pre-registering, Doug? Is this for, uh, you know, if they're running both races or one race, or, or do you want everybody to pre-register at that link? Yeah, everybody pre-registers. You're going to have to look at the rules to see which class you fit into. But there's uh, two links. One will go to Sandusky Speedway where you'll register. And then the second link will be Millstream. Um, and I know that you might not know exactly, but as if as long as you get registered, it makes it way easier on race day. Um, you can come in and, and we got you already in the system. So uh, just look at the rules and see which class you fit into. And if it changes when you get to the track, we'll, uh, we'll move you in the system. All right. And uh, I know we always, I always ask this uh, each year. And I'll ask Chris this again. Uh, can I run my four barrel and un unhook the two? Okay. Yes, every year I tell you yes. All right, I'm just as making sure. I got to cover my bases here. The, the only question I got, Ron, is is it come up? And I can't remember what the hell. Actually, me and Ron talked about the sideboards and and what would be the moonshine stock. What what the hell did we agree on? I can't I remember. I think it was uh, either a sprint wing or the little two by four wing. Did did, did did we agree on something, or did race day practice? Uh, yeah, um, what we had originally discussed um, was a two by four, two foot by four foot panel on the uh, left rear uh, would be just fine. 
Um, but then I, I guess uh, a sprint car wing on top was okay day of the race. Um, I'm going to throw it back to you, Chris. Well, we had a truck show up with a sprint car wing on the top, and, and we we let it run. So yeah. I really... You might have a, you know, a stock car show up with a sprint car wing on top, too. I think... I think that did happen a couple of years ago, if I can remember. There was a Camaro with a, with a sprint car wing on the top, but we made him run up with uh, Ron and him got champagne stocks. But you know, I'm not, I'm not too happy about that sprint car wing on the top. I, I don't care if they're in the champagne stocks. Uh, uh, I'm going to have a little discussion with Ron offline about that because you know I, I we were offset with the two by four. I, that's what I thought it was, but. We we're okay with that, and we didn't want to go any higher than that. But all right, well, yep. another question. We'll get that uh, off the rules here. We were talking about a year ago, or I guess it was wasn't even a year ago. Uh, Sandusky Speedway for sale, so we weren't even sure that this race was going to be happening. Uh, what is the status <coughs> with, with the sale? Because I I see that you've already got some uh, some big events already announced for next year already. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I should refer this to Doug, but <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. You know, there, there's some things that have happened. It's in Dusky, unfortunately. You know, cancer is 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 took place in our family with Bev, and and you know, the COVID nineteen setting in the coronavirus and everything else that's hit us uh, right now. For Kevin Jaycox, it would have to be his asking price or a little more before you consider it. And I can tell you this right now, 2021 is safe. We are running a 2021 season. Uh, unless somebody come in there, you know, with hell, like I, my famous line, if you give me the right amount of money for my shoes, I'll walk home barefoot, you know. But, I mean, yes, it's for sale, but no, it's not, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yes, it's for sale for a Every, price. Everything's for sale for the right price, Everything's right? Everything's for sale. And, I, you know, I, I guess that's, you know, for the right amount of money, you know, everything's for sale. But um, we've we've kind of pulled back on uh, on that that for sale. You know, we with everything going on personally in the Jake Cox's life right now, uh, we're looking at 2021 season with, with you know without selling the track and if you ask me personally i, I could see uh doug can probably vouch for this i could see that sign coming down in the next month or two all right well that's there good news we're very pleased with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh hangover hangover race at sandusky uh, you know this is pretty much uh, business as usual for for you guys and now teaming up with uh, millstream uh how big is that uh for for you guys I can tell you this, and I don't mean to take up for once. I said I wouldn't talk much to Scott and Doug, I know, I know that that wasn't going to happen, but. <laughs> you know, uh, I think it's huge. I really think it's huge. And, and you know, for Millstream to be opening up, uh, you know, a lot of people ought to be excited about that. And, and unfortunately, you know, Scott picked a year where – you know, we we we've all struggled, especially at the beginning of the year. It was a, it was a dog fight, and uh, 
but to, to cross promote something like this between dirt and asphalt, I, I, I can't remember the last time if ever, except I was say, for the is this, is this an unprecedented thing? I don't know. I've never heard of a dirt track and an asphalt track working together. Well, you know, it, it used to be, like I say, back in the late 80s through the early 90s, a counter-press sprint series, you know, back when the 305s were an affordable division. And, you know, we, we used to cross-promote a little bit with that series. But, you know, for the last 30 years, I, I, I'd have to say, I haven't seen it. I don't know. You know, I've been around almost you know, 30 years. I haven't, I haven't seen it like this. And, and I think that, you know, with, with the sponsorship money that can be raised and donations into it, I, I think that it'd be well worth guys to, to come out and try both tracks. And, and I also told Scott in, in conversation this week, this, this could grow the car counts at, at both places. You know, I mean, you yeah, like I say, these Renegade guys that we got front wheel drive guys, you know, I got several of them that, that are, that are real interesting going, trying their hand on dirt. And so, I mean, and, and the front wheel drive class, I mean, everybody makes, you know, it used to be back in the day and I know I'm going to piss somebody off, but it used to be back in the day, then we're, then we're, you know, you brought them in, they did run for a trophy or whatever. They helped pay the purses for what was so-called the upper divisions. Now, you know, at Sandusky Speedway, our, our renegade divisions are one of our premier divisions, and these guys are no joke. And you know, for them guys to come out and start running, they'll be a contender even on dirt. And the tracks are pretty similar. I mean, they're both long straightaways, tight corners. So, uh, if you know, other than the surface being different, uh, that's going to be pretty much the the only difference between the two. That and the walls. You got the inside walls all the way around, uh, right there at Millstream. So I I don't know. It'll be fun. Looking forward to it. But I, I want to bring uh, Scott back in here. Uh, just have one last uh, question for him. Um, sure. I mean, this is this is going to be your first uh, actual racing event at Millstream Speedway since uh, you've taken over. Was it uh, earlier this year? Uh, are you excited about this? And uh, and do you have any any ideas or any uh, anything you can share on uh, some some events for 2021 other than this? Oh. Race? Yeah, we're super excited about it. I mean, we wanted to get a race in last year. It just wasn't working out. And, and then there's um, a little bit better understanding of how we can get people in safely, how we can do the social distancing and all that good stuff. Um, and so we just ran out of time at the end of last year. And this was just, I mean, the more people talked about it, the more excitement there was. And the more people said they'd come out and watch it, the more people said they'd come out and drive in it. Um, it was like, ah, this, you know, this makes sense. So um, once we got that established, we could do this. And we kind of went from, we were doing some long-term projects at the track. Now we're back to the short-term, getting everything ready for January 2nd. And then um, back to our longer-term projects right after that race. And, um, you know, like I said, we'll probably have tests and tunes coming out in April. Uh, and then we'll get back to what we wanted to do in 2020, uh, starting in, in May of uh, 2021. You know, probably, uh, and the one bad thing, and there's no bad thing, but the one thing to note for the hangover is there's no sprint covers. Um, you got to have fenders to race in this. So we are leaving out, you know, the biggest cars that normally come to the track. But I want to make sure all the sprint car guys know you'll definitely be at the track. You guys will be the first show once we hit in the spring. Um, it just, this show is just, this is a fun show. So this will be great. 
Um, and then we'll get back to, you know, 410s, 305s. Um, we'll probably do the trucks and the bombers. Um, I know the modified guys have been really active calling and texting and emailing um, the compact guys. So the compact guys who have been contacting me all fall and, you know, going into this time, come out uh, the first because you guys have been asking to come out uh, during the regular season. So I need you guys to come out uh, on January 2nd. So it'd be great. Um, especially some of the Oakshade guys have been really bugging me. So uh, come on out. Scott, for Not what names, is, but there's somebody who wins a lot of races out there who's been bugging me a lot. For what it's worth, Scott, forget about track prep on New Year's Day. Make it as hard and packed as you can. Mother Nature is going to have a lot to do with that. So yeah, um, get it right. You know, talking with Chris and Doug, they both said the best turnouts is when you get some snow. And um, it only, you know, it's it's cool when you when you can do something different. Um, my understanding of the rules, and uh, I've been to one hangover. It was with Ron, and he's racing Stevie's truck. But um, I don't remember getting to throw snowballs. But I guess we can throw snowballs as long as there is no red or green flag. Any other flag, you can throw snowballs at the vehicles. Um, but except uh, during those two times. Yes, and, and once again, not at your whoever's uh, going to be flagging at, at Millstream because your flag man's on the uh, spectator side, whereas at Sandusky, he's on the infield, okay. so it's a little bit more of a challenge to, to hit him there. Speaking of which, uh, Doug, Chris, is it still uh, hit the flag man and get a hot dog? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates that. <laughs> it's a to get a hot dog. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys all coming on, uh, making hey. this announcement. Looking forward to uh, go. Who's, who's talking? I am Scott. Oh. It, just one second. Uh, we've been we've been talking to Scott for I don't know a few months now. Um, it, it's a. I'm not sucking up to him, so no, I'm not looking for a job. <laughs> All right, so it, it's been a real pleasure, and I, I, you know, Doug probably say the same thing. It's been a real pleasure, and, and you know, it, it's nice to see some kind of new blood with new ideas, and, and you know, this this is just a great idea. And Scott, you've been a pleasure to talk to, so. You know, that's the nicest thing come out of my mouth in the last two weeks with everything. <laughs> that's pretty, that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's just been a real pleasure. And, and honestly, if anybody, you know, if you're watching this, this is a great opportunity to a great beginning. And I want to thank Scott for, for reaching out to us and, and making us part of it. I'll have to get you guys a room oh. or something. I don't know. <laughs> you guys aren't used to me being I haven't even no. talked politics. Like, who are I you? Talk politics around <laughs> What what? That's a different show. Yeah. So we'll we'll have uh, I'm sure we'll have all you guys back on uh, probably uh, before our last show uh, before the holidays uh, to get an update on everything that's going on and we'll go over, you know, prices and times and all the details and everything cuz I'm sure you'll probably have all that uh, sorted out by then. But uh, appreciate you guys coming on again. You got uh, two hangover races this year. The hangover, the original at Sandusky on New Year's Day, as it is each and every year. And now the hangover two at Millstream Speedway. Uh, Millstream Speedway. We've been, we've been saying that racing's coming back. I didn't expect it to be in the middle of uh, winter, but this is cool. I'm excited about it. Very quick start. we got to get going right away. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a great kickoff for you, Scott, um, and, and for Sandusky. I see this being their biggest car count uh, hangover race in a lot of years. I, I think it's a win for both tracks. 
I hope so. I think so. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Scott, uh, from uh, Millstream for coming on, Chris and uh, Doug uh, from Sandusky. Uh, again, we'll check it back in with you uh, next month, uh, a little over a month, a uh, couple weeks out from the race, race as I should say. Yeah, we'll, I, I think uh, both Doug and Chris will probably do the same. We'll start posting what we have up on uh, the website and Facebook. If anyone uh, is interested or any companies interested in sponsoring, definitely get a hold of uh, any, any three of us. And uh, we're working this together. Um, if there's a specific track, that's great. But really, we're also looking for people to do the crossover because that's really where a lot of fun is at. Now, is that crossover? That's for all three classes then? Is that what you guys are thinking? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And again, I, I can't uh, thank uh, uh, Doug and Chris enough. That, um, <laughs> thanks, Steve. Some A-team um, reference there. I like that. Yeah. I like it when a plan um, comes together. You know, you guys were talking about what this is like. I remember uh, Run DMC and Aerosmith came together. That's oh. about what this is like. <laughs> you guys are going to walk this way, huh? Yes, we are. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, Scott. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Doug. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys. All right. Thanks. thanks. Don't forget to pre-register. There's no cost, no charge, but uh, it'll certainly let the tracks know how much interest there is. Yes. All right. I think I got the, the right clicks there. So, Looking forward to that. It's going to be pretty cool. That's huge. Huge. I love it. So uh, I, I definitely it. have my uh, New Year's weekend plans. So you got a, a Friday for New Year's Day, so I'm pretty sure most people have that off. And I'm uh, going to be at Sandusky on the 1st and then Saturday the 2nd right there at Millstream Speedway. Again, uh, keep up to date, millstreamspeedway.net, their website, or uh, make sure to follow them on Twitter or um, Facebook. So there you go. I noticed that Brian Nelson suggested that they should uh, reduce the side panels. And uh, quite honestly, I, I I don't have an opinion on that. I'm, what? I'm you're, not married to my sideboard. You're the sideboard master. <laughs> I, I enjoy that, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think we've got enough laps, uh, definitely on dirt and, uh, certainly around Sandusky that will be good either way. All right. How about, uh, we're running a little long tonight, but uh, how about we get to how many here before we, uh... Chris says, Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> before we wrap things up, um, um, Last week's how many was uh, how many caution flags were going to be in the cup race at Martinsville on Sunday? And uh, the answer was 12. And remember, last week we instituted a new rule where you can guess the same number as somebody else. We're not going to eliminate you or just go for the first person that guessed it to kind of open it up a little bit more. So all the correct guesses will be subject to a random drawing this week or last week, I should say there were two people that guessed correctly the number of cautions online. And one of them was Dean, the owner of really? Big D's pizza. So he, I figure he can get his own big D's pizza whenever he wants. So the other winner was Matt Swander. He picked All 12, right. 12 was the, uh, the number of cautions and uh, he picked 12. And as far as uh, the show, a uh, winner. I mean, of course, it's going to be me because I picked 13 and you guys all picked higher. So I, I don't know what else to say there. <sighs> Sun, sun shines somewhere once in a while. I don't know. I know, they I know didn't, what you're trying to they say. They didn't throw a caution for that spinning car coming to the checkered flag. <laughs> well, that was kind of an intentional caution. He was trying to help. Well, I still would have won because I would have been right on at 13. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Uh, anyways, this week's How Many in Your Chance to Win a Big D's Pizza is uh, how many laps, again, we're going with the, the NASCAR stuff here, how many laps will the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series champion lead at Phoenix on Sunday? So we don't know who the champion is, so it's one of those four guys. How many laps is that guy who's going to win the championship going to lead? Uh, post your guess in the comments. I didn't even look at uh, – I was going to look up how many laps the uh, the race is. I forget how many laps they run out there. At, uh, it's a, it's a one-mile track. Um, but it's like a kilometer race, isn't it? I don't know. So, well, anyway. So, somebody help us out. How many laps is Phoenix? Well, people are posting their guesses now, so. I know. Guess how many, and like I said, if uh, somebody else guesses the same number as you, it's okay because you can still, zero might be a good guess, you know. Uh, you can, you're still in, in uh, for a chance to win. We'll just draw for whoever has it. But you cannot guess more than once. If you guess more than once, you get this. You get the black flag. So nobody wants that. No spinoff this week? Uh, no, because it was just uh, Dean and Matt, and I just decided to give it to Matt because, like I said, no, Dean, no, no, for the uh, for the championship race. Could there be a spinoff there? Yeah, if uh, multiple people guess the same number, but so far I have not seen okay. any. They're kind of ranging from zero to one hundred and forty-three right now. So, um, what do you guys? Uh, well, I guess I have to guess first since I won last week. I just didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, 143 because that's what John Deere said. So I'm going with his guess. Hmm. What John Young say? <laughs> he said 12. That, that's where I'm going. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's not bad. <laughs> we're, we're like yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go go out on my own here. I I'm gonna say 37. 37. Okay. But uh. I, I don't think that the cup champion will win the race. Ooh, okay. Is Kathy around right. or is she down in? Uh... No, she's, she's still in Florida. In Florida, all right. So I guess uh, her, her return is a little uncertain with uh, her mom's health. Gotcha. Oh, no. So uh, if you're listening to us uh, on uh, iTunes, Google, whatever uh, podcast, not listening to us live, you can still get in on the how many in a chance to win the Big D's pizza. Just find the. Um, video, which will be on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Hammerdown Racing Report. And uh, put your guess in before, I don't know what time the race, race starts. Uh, you just said earlier, what, like 3-something, three, 3 o'clock. We'll say noon. 3 o'clock we'll say Sunday. You, you have until noon on Sunday to put your guess in. And again, only one guess. And you can guess the same number as somebody else, and then you'll just be putting random drawing if, uh, if there's a tie. So there you go. And that's, uh, oh, no, I forgot. We have a uh, hammer down hotline to uh, get to tonight. Oh, very important uh, hammer down hotline here. We don't get too many of them. Again, if you would like to uh, call the hammer down hotline, which is available 24 hours a day, it's manned 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's manned by a uh, a automated answering system. 419-318-3081. Again, that's 419-318-3081. Feel free to call whenever you whatever you want to talk about and uh we'll we'll wrap up the show with it if, if you actually call so uh here's our uh hammer down hotline for uh this week hey there scott uh ron and jerry 
Uh, my name is Grayson Warner. Scott, you might remember me from starting your car down at Millstream. I'm Scott, or I'm Grayson Warner, Scott Warner's son, the promoter of uh, Millstream. Scott, I think you remember me from when uh, I started up your car when you came uh, down to Millstream that one time. Uh, tonight, I had a question for uh, Scott. Um, we've all been asking the question, what is that track behind Scott Hammer's, uh, wherever he's doing his uh, his recording? Um, to us, it looks like a flat car track, but we've been wondering what it uh, what it really was behind him. So, uh uh, we just wanted to say we enjoy watching the show every night, and um, you guys always bring, put on a good show, and um, can't wait to you know, hear my own voice on the TV. It'll be pretty cool. Um, keep up the good work, and uh, yeah, have a good night. Well, I hope you enjoyed hearing his voice on the TV there. Yeah. Or, or whatever yes. you're watching on. Uh, this thing back here is all tattered and torn. It's uh, actually a train set from my childhood that uh, I wasn't going to bring with me to this. I moved into this house last year. And my brother was going to in inherit it, I guess. And then he decided he didn't want it. And so I decided, well, okay, I'll take it. But it was, it, we kind of ripped it up in the, while it was moving. So it's kind of tattered. And that was going to be my winter project uh, to work on this year is to uh, get that back up and running. Because right now there's just tracks on it and, and some boxes you can't see. So not slot cars. But this room originally uh, was kind of a, an extra room. And I was going to put some slot car racing tracks in here. Also a project that uh, would require having a job. So that's kind of put on hold as well. So I hope that answers your question. So there you go. Thanks. Well, it sounds like, like you do have a job coming this for a winter project over my shoulder. Uh, yeah, that, that, ought to, that ought to hold me for, uh, <laughs> for the whole year, I'm sure. Well, man, at least, at least we'll be fed. Well, that's true, yeah. Uh, next week on the show, we have our Oakshade Raceway champions, Steve Kester, Rusty Smith, Ricky Reif, and Eric Carr will all be joining us, all four uh, division champs. And then two weeks from tonight, our last show before Thanksgiving. Wow, I can't believe Thanksgiving's coming. I, wow. You know what? I was outside uh, just before we came on earlier tonight. One of my neighbors had just put up their Christmas lights. I wanted to, I've seen a lot of people online, my friends saying they put took the, the chance with the, with the weather being nice to get out and do that. You know, if, if it's just the weather, that's fine. But, boy, if they're planning on turning them on next oh, week. No, they were on. They were <laughs> on. Yeah, well. No way. Yeah, there's going to be yeah. a turkey coming down the road and going to rip them all down, I bet. <laughs> it's like, this is my holiday first. Don't forget about me. Eat me. Because they eat. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. two weeks from tonight, it's going to be our <laughs> Fremont champions, Nate Dussel, Sean Villani, uh both joining us again. Uh, we threw out the invite to uh, Paul Weaver. Maybe maybe we'll, we can convince him uh, here within uh, a couple weeks to come in and join us as well. So. If you know Paul Weaver, call him up, tell him, hey, the hammer down guys promise not to bite. And, and, and I would more position it this way, but uh, – Tell uh, tell him his fans want to want to hear from him. Want to hear how excited uh, he was uh, to win championships at two tracks this year. He had a great season. I mean, yes, I'm sure he's not uh, not upset. But uh, thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer, field correspondents Matt Swander and Doug Dock, and uh, everybody joining us tonight: uh, Scott Warner, Chris Mize, Doug Dock, Cap Henry, Devin Shields, you guys. So. And big show last week. Uh, a lot of fun with uh, uh, Dr. Jerry Punch and uh, Bounce Rider last week. A lot of good stories How there. How cool was that? That was pretty sweet. So if, if you missed last be, week's be, show, definitely go back and check that out, either on uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or on uh, you know watch the video, YouTube, wherever. 
Yeah, if you watch him, you can see him. And Dr. Ryder did say he, he, you know, maybe open to him and Dr. Punch, maybe open to coming back on sometime. So maybe we'll get to hear some more of those stories, you know, some of the other stories from over the years. Yeah, I think that was the, sh- that was the show that was easiest on your mega celebrities yes. from Hammerdown um, <laughs> because the show did itself. Yeah, oh, oh, really just, did. I just did back and listen. Yeah, I think I only got, I don't even think I got through a quarter of all the questions I wanted to uh, to ask those guys. Yeah. Yeah, we, we needed a three-hour show to get through the questions and then another two hours to just to let them riff and talk about, you know, the different things over the years. They, they both have a, lot, a great history in racing. Absolutely. So, some cool shows coming up the next few weeks as our championship month continues, and then we'll come back after uh, Thanksgiving with the uh, Sandusky Speedway champions. So, yeah. Uh, don't forget to go and vote for us on the best of to, the Toledo, Toledo City paper. Best of Toledo 2020 for best podcast, best local podcast, one of the six finalists. Thank you guys for nominating us. Do that every day until next week, and then we'll remind you to do it again every single day. So, And don't unlike, worry, there'll be no lawsuits if you vote for us. Yeah, and, Unlike the last election, vote often. Yes, yeah, so we're not going to ask for We may ask for a recount. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, Big D's Pizza, Mill Screen Speedway, Again, uh, for supporting the show, and if uh, you'd like to help us out with some studio equipment that uh, some of the stuff might be going away, uh, get a hold of me, and we'll discuss uh, some studio naming rights and some uh, other ads and some other cool stuff. So thanks to everybody uh, for making the show happen, and that's it. I'm out. Yeah. Let's go. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Bye. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.